morning. We sure love you guys and miss you so much. Um, I want to talk for just a moment specifically to mamas. I wish that I were with you and could hug and squeeze your necks. Um, but I'm going to have to just give you my love from right here at home today in hopes and getting ready to see you guys soon. Um, you know, I asked the Lord just like, God, what do you want me to say to the mamas? And I just want to say that I'm including when I say mamas, not just you who have bore children and have or have adopted children, but also you who are nurturers, also you who just care for people. You, I think of women, I know women within our own church that have uh, worked in our nursery that haven't yet had children. So you have the spirit of a mother and you love people well. And so I want to speak to all of you right now and just say um, what I thought of when I was thinking about you guys is Holy Spirit reminds me of when the Lord said to us that whatever we do to the least of these, we do unto him. And so I began to just really think about that. And um, and I also thought about Mary and just how many of you heard that song before, Mary, Mary Did You Know? And um, thinking about her when she carried Jesus, how she was carrying the king of the world in her arms and what that must have been like. But then I thought of that verse and I was like, you know, every one of you that are nurturing, that are caring, that are working hard, because let's be real, being a mom is a wonderful thing, but it's also a lot of constant work. And um, sometimes it feels very rewarding, and we have just the joy of motherhood. And sometimes it feels like we want to lock ourselves in a bathroom and cry. <laughs> and so I just want to tell you guys that every time you look into the eyes of a child, anytime you look into the eyes of another and you mother them, by encouraging them, by teaching them who, who they are, by cooking for them, by cleaning for them, by teaching them skills to live by, by um, removing the caps and letting them know that they're capable to do great and wonderful things. You are doing those things unto Jesus. So I feel like if we remember when we're going through those days where we feel like the work never stops, that everything we do to love our children and to love the ones that he puts in front of us, we're doing it for Jesus. And so just like Mary, she was carrying in her arms the king of the world, the rescuer, um, the Lord also says in his words that in his word that we're gonna do even greater works than he did. So you're raising up the ones that are gonna do even greater works than God did. And so I just want to encourage you that and bless you and tell you that I am so proud of you guys. I'm so proud of you for not giving up on the hard days. Yeah, I'm you. so proud of you for raising up mighty warriors. I know some incredible moms. And guys, I know the Father is proud of you. and He's cheering you on today. And so I just want to take a minute and bless you and pray for you. Hey, kiddos, like <laughs> if there are any kiddos listening to me right now, I know there's some of you right now that are maybe listening with your mamas can you go sit by her for a moment if that's possible and just, just squeeze if you like yeah maybe squeeze her or just lay your hands on her while i pray a blessing and you pray this blessing with me over your mama can you do that with me so father i just thank you for all the mothers out there i thank you for the ones who have children and the ones who do not have children yet 
that they are a mother at heart in the way that they nurture, in the way that they care for, and the way they raise up other people. Father, I pray that you would bless them and keep them and make your face shine upon them. I pray that you would be gracious to them and give them peace. Father, I pray right now that a wave of your love, a wave of your mighty presence would just wash over them, Father. That they would feel your delight right now, God, in this moment. That, Lord, all those long days, all those hard days, God, Lord, they would know they are doing it for you. And, Father, they would feel the delight of your reward, saying, Well done, good and faithful servant. Father, I just pray that you would fill every mama with peace. Lord, that the joy of the Lord would be her strength. Father, that she would look up to you and smile and that her strength would daily come from you, Lord. In Jesus' name, bless your women, God. They are beautiful and precious and worthy of your love. Amen. I love you guys. Amen. Um, listen, we're excited. I got, I got a message for you. Um, um, so I just wanted to share with you, if you're taking notes, um, the title of this message is Keeping Confidence, Keeping Confidence. And, uh, you know, it's been said, uh, someone once said, I heard, I heard this said before in different times throughout my times in ministry and everything, that it's been said that the Bible declares, do not fear 365 times. Do not fear 365 times. You know, I never actually, you know, went out and tried to, to find, you know, specifically that amount of times that it, that it does. But if it does say, do not fear, if it declares to us, do not fear 365 times, that would mean that we have a word from the Lord for every single day of the year. That every single day, He would be saying to you, even to you right now, He would be saying to you today, do not fear. And as I, as I begin to think about that, don't, you know, don't be afraid, don't fear. Uh, what's some other things that, you know, why wouldn't I be afraid? And then, I began to think about, okay, uh, what if we heard, you know, along with don't fear, why not to fear? Because uh, because I love you. Because you're loved. Uh, that's that's a great, a great way not to be able to fear. But even taking that even further, to know not to be afraid because we're loved, but I think this even brings it even more closer is that I'm with you. You don't need to be afraid because I love you. And it's not just words. I'm with you. I'm with you. So I wanted to kind of take um, from uh, a scripture from Joshua, and really kind of the life of Joshua. We're not going to go through, obviously, his whole life, but I wanted to use his, him as an example this morning of really getting confidence and keeping confidence. And uh, Joshua was, you know, in his generation, he was one that he was a servant to Moses. He was kind of his right-hand man uh, when he was up on the mountain. With God, Moses or Joshua was with Moses, ministering to him uh, in the tent of meeting. Joshua was well acquainted with the presence of God. I always loved that scripture where it talked about when Moses would go in and Joshua would go with him into the into the tent of meeting, and God would come and, and meet with him and speak to Moses, and Moses would get up and go out of the tent of meeting to give out to the people what God had given him. But the Bible says that Joshua would stay in his presence, and he. Man, he needed to be acquainted with the presence of God for the future that at that time, Joshua didn't even know what he was going to be doing. But God was preparing him as a man of presence. 
and he needed to be well he needed to be well acquainted with God's presence to be able to lead God's people into the promised land. He needed to know God's voice. He needed to have confidence in God. So I just really got uh, uh, a couple things that I want to give to you today. And if you have your Bibles, our main text is going to be in Joshua chapter 1, verse number 9. Uh, but I, I'll read that first, and then, and then we'll, go from, we'll go from there. Have I not commanded you? This is the Lord speaking to Joshua. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't tremble or be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You know, when our kids were in, in, uh, in kids' church, in our, in our uh, church in Florida, Freedom Life Church, um, they taught them this scripture, and it was kind of fun, you know, uh, so they, they would teach them, you know, kind of gestures to go along with it. So our kids, when they were younger, they would come back and say, what would you learn today? We said, Joshua 1, 9, well, how's it go? They said, uh, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, roar! Don't be afraid or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And it's just kind of a, a fun thing. But it's true. You know, we need that word from the Lord. And this is the first thing I want you to get, that with every challenge that you face, whatever you're going through in life right now, whatever's challenging you right now, with every challenge, God will give you a word to hold on to. With every challenge that you face, your Heavenly Father, God, the Creator of all things, the One who created you, who put you in this generation, will give you a word to hold on to. And look what He said here, looking at that verse again. Have I not commanded you? Really, He's telling Joshua, haven't I already told you? Be strong. That means to be firm and established, to be encouraged. I've already spoken. Be encouraged. I've already given you what you need. I've already spoken to you. I've already empowered you. And be courageous, bold, alert, brave, secure. I love that part of the uh, uh, definition of that word, secure. It also means to be, courageous means to be determined. So it's like you get encouraged and then you do something with that encouragement. You act on it. You become courageous. You're secure in what you've been told, and you step out. It says, don't tremble. That word tremble means to be harassed by fear or dread. Haven't I already spoken to you? Be strong. Be courageous. Don't tremble. Don't be harassed by fear or dread. Don't be dismayed. That word dismayed means to be shattered by confusion and fear. It's like another level of fear. So it's being harassed by fear and then being shattered by fear. Don't be, don't tremble. Don't be dismayed. Why? Why? He tells us the answer in the last part of that scripture. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Remember, we talked about it last week. It's been so in my heart in the season that we're in right now. God is the God who is near and not far away. We can be encouraged. We can be strong and courageous. We, we don't have to tremble or be dismayed because the Lord, our God, is with us wherever we go. Another portion of that scripture that's repeated through Deuteronomy and Joshua continues on. It says, He will not fail you or forsake you. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He will not fail you. He'll not forsake you. 
To, to fail mean he saying he, he won't fail you means this. He's not going to relax his grip on you. He's never going to stop pursuing you. He's never going to stop being near to you. He wants us to be encouraged. He wants us to be uh, courageous, knowing that he is with us. He won't relax his hold. So you, he won't fail you. He won't forsake you. Really, he's not going to leave. And let's be honest, there's been many people in our lives when we needed them the most that they just weren't there. But guess what? That's not God. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. That's what Jesus told us in John chapter 14, verse number one. He told his disciples, and he's telling us today, don't let your heart be troubled. Kind of the same thing. Don't tremble. Don't be dismayed. You believe in God. Now believe in me. See, it's kind of like, it's, it's easy to believe, you know, it's, it's easier to believe, you know, that God exists. It's a little more challenging to believe that he exists right in the now where I am and is there for me. That's what Jesus is saying. Listen, you already believe in God. Now believe in me. Really, you can say it this way. He's saying, you already believe in God. Now believe since he sent me. That through me, he is here with you right now. He's here with you right now. And uh, I remember this because, man, you know, sometimes, you know, we just need to hear these things over and over again. I mean, to, to be honest with you, confidence is imparted through repetition. Confidence is imparted through repetition. And I remember God speaking this to me for, there was at least a two-year period uh, specifically whenever I was a traveling minister in, in that season of my life, that uh, literally it seemed like, you know, 99% of the prayers that I prayed to God, the answer that he gave me was the same answer. No matter what I prayed, if it was a, a need of feeling his presence or uh, financial or, or whatever, it would be, physical, whatever it would be, whatever I needed, his answer to me was the same. I would ask him, I would say, this is what I need, Lord God, and he would say, I'm with you, Jeff. That's all he said. For about a two-year period, that's what I was getting. Now, I was receiving some other leadings, obviously, you know, by his peace and his spirit. But words that he was speaking to me was just that, answering me, I'm with you, Jeff. I'm with you. And I don't know, I don't know if you can consider it stubbornness or just whatever it was. I just wasn't getting it. And so one day I was in my car alone, and I was asking again. And I was a little frustrated when the Lord told me the same answer. I've already told you. I'm with you. And I was like, yeah, I know you're with me, God, but I need this. This is the answer that I need. Isn't it funny? God is the one who truly knows the answers that we need. And then it dawned on me by his gracious spirit. And revelation only comes from God. He's the one that gives it to us. But he, he brought that revelation to me that when I say I'm with you, that means you have everything that you need. And I kept looking beyond God, looking for something else. When I had everything that I needed right there, I could be confident. I could be courageous in him. Confidence is imparted through repetition. Through repetition. You know, and Joshua was told, he was told the same thing. He was told to be strong and courageous over and over again, and continually told why. Because God's with you. 
Number one, Moses, Moses spoke this to him several times. He said, listen, Joshua, I'm going to be with, with uh, our, our fathers, and, and you're going to lead these people into the promised land. But be strong and courageous because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You know, God will use people kind of, in a sense, I don't want to say over us, but those who we respect, those in, in, in authority, they'll speak into our lives. Be strong and be courageous. And then God himself, this repetition, courage is imparted through repetition. God himself spoke to Joshua several times. Didn't I tell you? I've already told you this. Be strong. Be courageous. I'm with you. You will lead these people. God will speak to you. And the amazing thing is God will even use those around you. Even at times those you may be leading that God is using you to lead, God will speak to them to bring encouragement to you. The people of Israel spoke to Joshua and said, Hey, we know that God is with you as he was with Moses. Just be strong and courageous. We'll follow you. Be strong and courageous. Isn't that awesome? Repetition. And Joshua got a hold of it. So with every challenge, God uh, will give you a word to hold on to. Number two, the word that God gives you is attached to him. The word that God gives you is attached to God himself. He don't give you a something that's a part of him. He's what he's doing. When he does something for you, he's constantly giving you a greater revelation and understanding of who he is. He's giving you a part of himself. Isn't that awesome? Listen to this in Proverbs 3, 25 and 26. Don't be afraid of sudden fear, nor of the unsettling storm when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence. The Lord, isn't that awesome? The Lord will be your confidence. You don't need to be afraid of sudden fear when it comes upon you suddenly. And I know that most translations say, you know, or of the storm of the wicked when it comes. And that's really like, you know, when the judgment comes upon the wicked, we won't be judged with the wicked. But if you look at this further, it goes beyond just with the wicked, but, you know, an unsettling storm that comes. Just it just it just comes upon you. I don't know if you've ever been on a on a lake and all of a sudden a storm comes, a squall comes up. Man, I've been on a on a small lake where the squall just showed up. You're out there, everything looks good. All of a sudden the winds change and you're out there. I remember being on this small, it was a shallow lake, probably about the deepest deepest it was, was about six feet. And this storm came up, and there was like literally five, six foot waves just being tossed, suddenly came upon. But you know what? In those times, God is with us. We serve the, the God who walks upon the, the waters of the storm. Amen? It wasn't calm when Jesus was walking on the water. He was walking on the storm. The Bible says here that we don't need to be afraid of sudden fear or of the unsettling storm, things unsettling you right now in your life. You don't need to be afraid, for the Lord wants to be your confidence. He'll be at your side. You know, we, we had a, a word from the Lord, our very first service at Spirit Life Church back in July. This is actually, actually before we even had a building. We were meeting in a home, in a living room. And God spoke this word to me. It was the very first, really, the word of the Lord when we came, prophetic word, when, when we met together, God spoke this. He said, it is time to exercise confidence in the God who fails not. It's time to exercise confidence 
That's action. We can be encouraged in the word that he gives us. And we step out in security upon that word because he is our confidence. It's time to exercise confidence in the God who fails not. He has never failed. He's our confidence. He gives us a word to hold on to. And that word is always attached to himself. I remember one of our uh, overseers, I just talked with him recently, uh, Brother Frank Menhard, he pastors a church up in, in, in Blainsburg, uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, he talked about, he told, we were just sharing, and he, he told me about a word the Lord gave him years ago, I believe it was probably in the 90s. And the Lord spoke to him and said this, uh, tell my people to go into their prayer closet and to wait until my Holy Spirit speaks and tells them what to do. And they will not fail. If we would go and see what we really need in every situation is we need the word of the Lord. Didn't I tell you? God will always remind you of his word. His sweet spirit will always lead you back to the word. And, I, and Jesus is our example. You've heard me say this many times. If, if Jesus couldn't do anything without, he couldn't speak anything without hearing the Father speak first. And he couldn't do anything without seeing the Father do it first. It's the same for us. He is our example. We need to see what God is doing. We need to hear what God is saying. And when we hear and see what he is doing, we have been given the authority in that moment to speak or to do whatever it is that he's showing or sharing with us. That's the word that we need. But we need to be able to take the time to get into the closet because with that word, Brother Frank said, the Lord told him to tell the people, said, stop, stop wasting time. It's time to be precise in this time. You you don't want a quick word. You want the sure word that God has for you. You don't want just part of the word. You want the whole word that God has for you. And that takes time in his presence to allow him to sort through feelings and emotions and whatever else is in there so that you can get that settled in your own heart. So God gives us a word and every challenge to hold on to. That word is attached to him. And the awesome thing about it is, number three, once you get it, once you get that word, you won't forget it. The Holy Spirit will remind you. It stays in there. It's something the world didn't give and the world can't take away. Isn't that awesome? It's awesome. we got to hold on to it, though. Hebrews 10, 35 and 36 says this. Don't throw away your confidence, your bold and courageous faith, which has a great reward. You need the strength of endurance. To do God's will. Then you will receive the promise. Don't throw away your confidence. Here we, we know that confidence is imparted through repetition. God continually speaking his word to us. And that confidence is attached to him. The, the Bible says that we just went over. God will be. The Lord will be your confidence. Don't throw away that word he gave to you. Don't throw away because it's attached to the Lord. Don't throw away your confidence. Now, we can, we can impart confidence into others, but don't throw it away. We, we throw it away when we choose not to believe in it anymore. Or we choose to try to look beyond God himself, just like it was for me for those two years. God was giving me the answer that I need, but I was looking for something else for him to give. But he was giving me the best thing. He was giving me himself. Don't throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. You need the strength of endurance to do God's will. Then you will receive the promise. Here's what I've been, kind of over this last uh, season here, in these last couple of weeks really, 
just a lot of emotions, different things going on. You know what? We, we can't be ruled by our emotions. Our emotions are important. Our thoughts are important, what we think and, and our feelings. But we can't be ruled by those. We have to be led by the Spirit of God. So I came over this last week or so before the Lord. I said, Lord, you know, in this season, what do I need to be, be concentrating on? How, how do I, uh, you know, deal with these emotions, these feelings, these thoughts, and to, and to bring them back? And he gave me four questions to ask. I'm going to share them with you. These are questions to help to ask to help you endure when your strength seems, seems limited. Here's the first question you need to ask yourself. What are you feeling? What are you feeling in that moment or about that situation? You know, it's important to, to acknowledge your emotions, acknowledge your feelings. Doesn't mean you have to be led by them, but you have to acknowledge them. Because, you know, we need to be able to uh, uh, be able to lead them, you know, by the Spirit. So what are you feeling? And then when you when you find out what that feeling is that you're feeling, ask yourself, why do I feel that way? Why am I feeling that way? What, what prompted this feeling? And then you go into this really dealing with our emotions, acknowledging our emotions. Then we need to, to ask ourselves, what do you know or what do you think about the situation? What do you know about it? What, you know, we're limited in our own, our own perspective of things. But what do you know about it? Or what do you think about it? We're kind of acknowledging our thoughts. And you can write that down, or if you take journals or whatever, like in that, and then and then we want to bring it back. It's important. We went down to kind of our own emotions, our own thoughts of where we're at about a situation, a circumstance we may be in. Then I need to look towards the Lord. What is Holy Spirit saying about it? What's Holy Spirit saying? Seeking his guidance, because he knows best. And then when I find out what he's saying. The last question is this the Lord gave me. How are you going to respond? Because we need to take action. You know, God gives us a word, like we said in Joshua. He gives that word to encourage. And then as we are secure in that word, we'll step out and be brave to do what it is he's shown us to do. You know, the awesome thing about Joshua here is that, you know, Moses encouraged him. God encouraged him. The people he was leading encouraged him to be strong and courageous. And it turned around. Joshua grabbed a hold of that. And the Bible says that he began to encourage the people of Israel. He spoke to the sons of Israel and said, you be strong and courageous. And he was leading them into the battles. And, and at one time they destroyed five, five kingdoms. And in one day they captured these five kings. And, and Joshua gave a demonstration before the people of God's faithfulness to them, that God was right with them. They had captured the kings and put them in a cave. And he said, bring the kings out. And they brought him out and they put them on the ground. He said, you men, come and put your necks on these kings. And they came and put their necks on, the, on, their, on these kings that they defeated. And Joshua said, this is what the Lord will do to all your enemies. He'll defeat them. You'll overcome them. Be strong and courageous. And God did awesome things through Joshua because he believed. I just want to share one last thing with you. Um, you know, when I, I read this, this scripture back in uh, 2017, and the Lord spoke this little phrase to me that's been kind of mauling over these last couple of years, and it really just surfaced uh, this year, and I wanted to share it with you concerning Joshua 1.9. 1, you know, the Lord told me, he said, strength comes through authority. Strength comes through authority. And what that means is this, is that strength comes to you uh because someone else believes in you. Whenever, it's, it's amazing when someone else who believes in you and they speak a word into you, how you're strengthened and how you, you're revived. That comes through someone speaking. And the ultimate authority comes from God. God's authority, God's word speaking to you. But confidence comes through relationship. 
And that's where you believe in them. See, Joshua got that encouraging word from God. And that was God's authority, the authority of his word speaking to him, the authority of God's word speaking to you. What's God spoken to you lately? What's, what's he been speaking to you over this last season? And not just the coronavirus, but just over this last season, or over this last year. What's kind of a, a theme that God's been speaking to you? You need to grab a hold of. That's his authority to you, to give you strength. And that you're able to step out in that strength and that confidence through the relationship with him because you believe and are secure in the one who's speaking to you. You know, Psalms 27, 1 and 3 says this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. He's my light. He's my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? Though a Host encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war arise against me, in spite of this, I am confident. King David was saying, I am confident that the Lord will lead me. I am confident that the Lord will deliver me when I need to be delivered. And I am confident that the Lord will defend me and protect me. God wants to do that for you today. Let's just bow our heads right where you're at this morning. And if you feel like you need some uh, greater revelation right now, you need some light to shine in some dark areas of your life, or you feel like there's something you need to be delivered from, it don't matter what it is. It could be emotional. It could be a bondage. It can be sickness. It could be uh, an addiction. God is the deliverer. He is the power. Uh, this, his powerful right hand can draw you out of how deep of waters you may seem to be in. He can draw you out, and he will defend you. If that's you this morning, right where you're at, just as a, as a sign of receiving and saying, yes, that's me, just raise your hand, one or both of your hands, where you're at to your Heavenly Father. Father, I pray for those right now who need the light of your countenance to shine on them. If there's any confusion, if there's any uncertainty, bring clarity, Lord, by the word given to them by your spirit. Speak to them, Lord God. Lead them into the truth right now of your word to set them free. Any bondage, any sickness, any disease, any addiction right now, I break your power over my brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus. You have no power or authority over them. We surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and we thank you for delivering us. We thank you for your protection and for defending us, Lord God, for being our guard, Lord God. Even in times when we seem weak and in our frail human flesh, we have to sleep. Still, you protect us. Thank you for protecting them right now in Jesus' name. You know, if, if you've listened to this this morning and... Uh, we talked about this, you know, strength coming through authority, the authority of God's word, and then confidence coming through relationship. Maybe you're saying, hey, I don't even have a relationship with Jesus, or maybe at one time I have, but I've, I've, I've fallen away. And God's word is speaking to you today. You know, when God speaks his word, it does bring conviction. It's really that word conviction, it can also be translated as a convincing. God's convincing, you know, we can never turn to God without first being convinced that we have sinned against God. Every single one of us have. If that's you this morning, and this morning, out of His great love, the Holy Spirit is convincing you that you have sinned against God, I want to let you know right now that there's a way for that sin to be cleansed and made clean and wiped away. 
is through the cross of Jesus Christ, his sacrifice. You can turn your life to Jesus today. In that midst of that word that God is giving you right now, yes, I've fallen short of all that God has designed for my life, but I, I, I don't want to do my way. I want to turn to his way. I want to walk into the light. Even though it's exposing my darkness right now, I choose the light so that you can become light or become a son and daughter of light in God's kingdom. If that's you this morning, will you pray this with me in surrendering your life to Jesus? Just say, Jesus, I come to you today. I surrender my life. Thank you for showing me that I can't do it without you. I have sinned against you. And I see now by your spirit, that Jesus is the only one. His sacrifice is the only thing that can cleanse me from my sin. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my God. Help me to live a life that honors you and pleases you as I follow the lead of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. That's awesome. And if you said that prayer this morning, if you rededicated your life or you gave your life to Jesus for the first time, I celebrate with you what a joyous day this is, a day of new birth, a newness for you. If you if you said that prayer, it should be in the feed below and even at the, the top of this um, Facebook Live event. Um, it'll say, welcome and invite and response card. If you would click on that, if you're a first-time visitor, you're visiting us for the first time, you can click on that. Or if you just gave your life to Jesus or rededicated, click on that. Share with us what God has done with you. We want to be able to reach out to you and be able to help you on this journey. It takes a family to do it, and we want to be there for you.